This is Lisa Finnegan, instructor for Observation and Measurement Principles and Procedures. And this is your guide to practicing manual muscle testing. All of this information can be found in Chapter 2 of your book, Fundamentals of Musculoskeletal Assessment Techniques, specifically pages 26 and page 30. So let's begin. You've completed your gross muscle screen and you found some weakness. And now you want to do a manual muscle test on a specific muscle. The first thing you need to do is explain and demonstrate to your patient what you're doing, why they need to be in a certain position. Then you need to place them in the proper against gravity position. Know your gravity minimized position as well. Know what parts you're stabilizing to prevent substitutions and know how to eliminate passive and active insufficiency of those two joint muscles. After your patient is properly positioned, you're going to perform some passive range of motion. During passive range of motion, you're assessing if they have any pain, if they have the available range to complete that test motion. Know what substitutions to look for. During passive range, you're going to say something to your patient like, this is the motion I'm looking for, and you'll end with, now, can you do that motion for me? If they can do that motion with no help from you, they already have their grade three or their fare. After passive range of motion, you need to decide whether you're going to do the make or the break manual muscle test. The make test is a concentric muscle contraction. You're going to apply resistance just enough to allow them to smoothly complete that range. The brake test is an isometric contraction where you're going to place their body part about midway through that test range and then ask them to hold, hold, hold as you apply resistance to get that joint to break. Think about your hand placement and the amount and the direction of resistance you apply. Let's talk about the amount of resistance. If you're doing the make test, you want them to smoothly complete that range of motion, but you're going to go into it applying maximum resistance and then easing up as you need to, to allow them to smoothly complete it. That's key there. If you're doing the brake test, you're going to place them in the position, ask them to hold. You're going to start with applying minimum resistance and then gradually give more, more, more uh, to try and get that muscle to break. Remember, we never want to cross another joint. Remember not to squeeze with your fingers. You're just going to support that limb with an open hand. So you're going to explain and demo to your patient. You're going to place them in the proper position. You'll perform passive range of motion. You'll choose if you're going to do the make or the break test. And you're going to think about your hand placement, the amount of resistance, and the direction of resistance. Remember, we're going to perform this test on the unaffected limb as well for comparison. Let's go ahead and look at the grading scale on page 26. Your client will be assigned a grade either zero, trace, poor, fair, good, or normal. All of these are represented by either a letter or a number, and you are responsible for knowing both. But let's look at it this way. If your patient has trace, muscle grade, that's either a T or a number one. 
if they have a poor grade, that's going to be represented by either a P or the number two. If they are graded fair, that will be represented by either the letter F or the number three. If they are graded good, that's represented by the letter G or the number four. And if it's normal, that will be the letter N or the number five. And as you'll see on your chart, there's also pluses and minuses that go along with those letters. Let's go ahead and look at a make test or a concentric manual muscle test. And these are some questions that you can ask yourself uh, to help you determine what grade you're going to give that client's muscle. So you've completed your passive range of motion. You asked them if they can now do that on their own without any help from you. So can they complete the full range of motion against gravity with no resistance? If the answer to that question is yes, then you know you at least have a three or an F. Remember, you're always going for that three or that F first. And all that means is, yep, they completed that full range of motion against gravity with no help from me. So what should I do now? I should apply resistance. Remember in the make test, you're going to start with maximum resistance and adjusting that, easing up to allow them to smoothly complete that range of motion. And so you'll be thinking about, all right, how much resistance did I actually give them? If they are unable to complete that full range of motion with slight resistance, they're going to stay at a 3 or an F. If they can complete that full range with minimum resistance, it's a 3 plus or an F plus. If they can do it with moderate resistance, it gets a 4 or a G. Near moderate would be a 4 minus or a G minus. If they can complete that full range of motion with maximum resistance, they get a 5 or an N, normal. If it's nearly maximum, it gets a 4 plus or a G plus. So let's go back to the passive range and you ask them to complete that on their own, but they could not. They could not complete full range of motion against gravity with no help from me. A couple things you can look for while you're still in the against gravity position. Did they complete half or more of the range? If so, they get a three minus or an F minus. If they were at least able to initiate the movement, but they went less than halfway through the range, that's a 2 plus or a P plus. If they had no movement at all, you need to go to gravity minimized position. So now you're in the gravity minimized position and ask yourself, what do I look for now? Well, let's go back to full range. Can they complete that full range of motion? And if so, they get a 2 or a P. And then you can think, hey, let me try and give a little bit of resistance. If they can still complete that range with slight resistance, you're going to go ahead and grade them a 2 plus or a P plus. Remember, it's, a, it's gravity minimized here, so you're not going for maximum resistance, just slight resistance to get that 2 plus or the P plus. If they initiate the movement but can't complete the range, they get a 2 minus or a P minus. No movement but a palpable contraction is going to get a 1 or a trace. No movement no contraction is going to get a zero. Don't forget, you'll need to document your findings in the medical record. And manual muscle testing takes a lot, a lot of practice. And I hope that this podcast has been of help to you.